This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Chaye Sora. Note that the parsha deals with the passing and death of Sora, and it is called Chaye Sora, literally, the life of Sora. Similarly, the last parsha in the book of Bereshis is Vayechi, and Yaakov lived, and it deals with the death and passing of Yaakov. Interestingly, showing us that in our belief, when one pass is on, they still live on. It's a transition from one world to another. Sora Imenu still lives. Chaye Sora. Now, the Parsha can be conveniently divided into three parts. The first part deals with the acquisition of a burial plot for Sora. And even though Avraham is offered by B'nai Ches the choicest plot in their cemetery, Avraham teaches future generations for all times the concept of Kever Yisrael, that the Jew is to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. The middle of the parsha. 67 psukim deals with the acquisition of a bride for Yitzchak and what to look for in a shidduch. The mitzvah of marriage is found later on in the Torah, in the fifth book, Kiyikach Ish Isha. However, the Torah gives such explicit detail and repeats itself again, this entire narrative, to show us what to look for in a spouse, because ultimately people can be categorized in one of two ways, either givers or takers. And Eliezer, Eved Avraham, teaches us to look for a giver, to look for chesed, as we'll discuss in a moment. And the end of the parasha deals with the burial of Avraham, who passes on, and we're informed that just as last week, at the beginning of the parasha, Hashem visits Avraham, teaching us the mitzvah of Bikr Cholim, at the end of the parsha, Hashem comforts Yitzchak, teaching us the concept of Nicham Avelim, comforting the mourners. I'd like to focus on the familiar narrative of Rivka, who, Terem, as the Torah tells us, Kilolidaber, before Eliezer has a chance to conclude his stipulation with God and the girl that will respond in the affirmative and offer me a drink and 
offer to draw and drink all my camels, that's the one for Yitzchak. He hadn't finished speaking yet, and Rivka comes forth, and she fits the bill. I'd like to ask just one question. The Torah tells us, ish literally, he, Eliezer, was astonished at her. Incredible! However old she is, even if we assume that she's a teenage girl, to literally draw and give to drink ten camels is an amazing challenge and difficult feat. Why chesed in the extreme? Last week as well, Avram Avinu, he had every excuse not to extend chesed, and he does. But he doesn't give them simply coffee and Danish. He whips the entire household into such activity and makes a barbecue and has Sarah literally bake them a cake. What's going on here? Why chesed in the extreme? And I'd like to suggest the following answer. We have to take a step back and look earlier in the book of Bereshis. Going back to the days of Noah, and God destroys the world because there's a breakdown of man to man, there's thievery, there's immorality. And so God saves eight human beings Noah and his wife, his three sons and their wives. And miraculously, all the animals, all the birds, fit into the ark. Remember the teaching of the Ramban, that in accordance with the natural order of things, ten arks could not house all the animals, all the food, for a year's time. The waters were boiling scolding that it doesn't literally tear apart the ark. There are so many miracles. And yet, what does the Talmud teach us in the Gemara Sanhedrin? That when Avram Avinu meets Shem ben Noach, and Avram asks him, what was it like during the year in the ark? Shem tells him it was miserable. It was horrific. What does that mean? It means that we were kept busy 24-7. We were feeding the animals, because those that fed by day were not fed by night and vice versa. Literally 24-7. Now you have to ask yourself, one basic question. If there were so many miracles going on in the ark, couldn't there be one additional miracle of an automatic feeder? And so once a day, Noah would go around, put food in the automatic feeder, and the rest would happen by itself. Couldn't Hashem perform that miracle? And of course He could. But the answer is Hashem was creating a new world order through Noah, and this world order had to be established with Chesed. And so Noah and his sons, they in day out were laying the foundation for this new world and therefore there had to be this foundation of chesed as we are taught in Tehillim Olam 
Chesed Yibana. The world is built on Chesed, on kindness. And so now, let's look a little differently at Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is literally building a new world order called the Jewish nation. And therefore, this has to be built on Chesed. And it's not simply chesed, once again, it is what you would call chesed in the extreme, what Avram does last week. And now, with the absence of Sarah who dies, and we need to have someone fill her shoes, we need someone as well who's not only going to, yes, I'll give you some water, but gam gemalecho eshav, I will also, what? provide water for all the camels as she too is laying the foundation for Klal Yisrael. And when you start a world order by Noah, you need very simply to have a strong and firm foundation. And therefore, let us now proceed. The Mishnah tells us in Sanhedrin, that each person is to understand and realize Bishvili Nivraha Olam. Each person is to say that literally the world is created for you, that you are the world. And therefore, you have to lay the foundation, each and every one of us, for their world. You have to be the Avram Avinu of your world. And you too have to be and can be the Rivka Imenu of your world. And especially when you're establishing something, it has to be in the best way possible. Amir Hashem, in a little more than a month, we're going to have the privilege of celebrating the the holiday of Hanukkah. Hanukkah, what happened? Wow! They found that one jar of pure oil, and as we know, miraculously, it lasted for eight days, hence our celebration of the eight days of Hanukkah. Now I ask you, everybody knows, or should know, Tuma Hutra Betzibur. What does that mean? That if you don't have pure oil, you can use impure oil. And so who needed the whole miracle in the first place? So one of the answers that's given, and this is given by the Chachma Shlomo, is as follows. When you have a functioning Beis HaMikdash, and one day you don't have pure oil, by all means you can use the impure oil. But to start up the Beis HaMikdash, because it had been shut down by the Greeks, For that, you need a greater, stronger foundation. And so, this is what each and every one of us has to realize. That we want to know, Tov Achriz Dovar, if the end is going to be good, you have to judge it, Mereshiso, from the foundation. And therefore, each person is a world unto themselves. And I'm going to show you that each person is a world unto themselves. The Rambam writes in the Laws of Ishus, chapter 15, Halacha 16, 
listen to this incredible language of the Rambam. Even though a person has fulfilled the mitzvah of Pruurvu, he has a son, he has a daughter. He's still obligated from the rabbis. He should not desist and stop of having more children. As long as he has the strength and the potential to so do. Why? Because each and every Every time you bring another soul into this world, kilubana olam, as if it is as if you built another world. Wow. You to realize, and if each and every person says to themselves, My goodness, how can I be like Avram? How can I be like Rivka. The answer is, open your eyes. Hashem gives us the opportunity every day to be like the Avos. That's what our rabbis teach us. A person is supposed to say, Masai when will my actions come close to Masai come close to those of my antecedents that came before me. Now there's no question about it that we ought to realize, wow, that they were on such a greater level. But listen carefully. What is marriage, my friends, if not the opportunity for constant chesed, that you have the opportunity on a constant basis to do kindness for one's spouse constantly? What are children if not a constant opportunity for chesed? Meaning, literally from the time that they are infants and they need our attention every moment, etc. And then as the children progress and mature, the type of chesed that they need changes. But there is that constant need for chesed that one can and should extend their children. And even in your business, on your job. Don't look at it simply as an opportunity to make money, but your job is well, very often if you're in service, even if you're a salesperson, wonderful. I have the opportunity to help people. Use this as an opportunity to literally uplift the mundane and to realize that you have this opportunity for chesed. And next, it's not simply what I could do for the next person, but ultimately, this becomes your foundation. If each and every one of us is a world unto themselves, then you become nivne, you become built through the chesed that you extend. This is your foundation. And interestingly, Horav Gedalia Eisman, Sechrona Levracha, who was the mashkiach with the yeshiva of the late Reb Shlomo Zalman Orbach Zatzal, yeshivas kol Torah. He asked, why is there such a mitzvah to be misameach the chosem v'kalo? And he answered very interestingly, because we know that ish v'isha the chosem v'kalo, shechina b'neihem. God's presence is amongst them. And the Gemara in Shabbos, Daf Lamid Amid Beis, teaches that Eina Shechina Shora, the Shechina, divine presence, comes only mitok simcha shel mitzvah, through the joy of a mitzvah. And therefore, the more joy, the war we are, misameach, the more Shechina for the Chassan and Kala. 
Wow, an interesting, different way. The next time you go to a wedding and you're tired, you don't feel like dancing. Ah, do that chesed because you are bringing the Shekhinah down. But understand that what is true regarding the chesed and kala, our extending chesed, ultimately remember who is the greatest beneficiary of the chesed. It's not what you think. The next one, it's you yourself that this is what builds your character. This is what made Avram Avinu the very special father that he was. This is what made Rivka Imenu the very special patriarch that she was. And this is, please God, what fortifies each and every personal world of ours. Shabbat Shalom to all.